0: And the kingdom way and today we're going to continue on with the spirit of the fear of the Lord and uh, in you and how does it operate are you operating in it and are you allowing yourself the benefits of that you know one of the questions has the fear of the Lord gone out of style? we are so familiar with God. We just act as if he is just nothing more than a buddy all the time. And sometimes we forget, it was even like in prayer this morning, sometimes we forget how powerful he is and the confidence, there's a confidence, uh, Psalms 24, I mean 25, 14 says, the Lord confides in those who fear him he makes his covenant known to them you know he uh he confides in those he makes he makes his covenant known in other words what he's saying is this if you walk in the awe of me if you walk in the fear of me if you allow that to be uh, that to operate on the inside of you then many of the issues and the problems that you're having they would not be there as i was reading in second chronicles i think it's 10 and um no second uh, second chronicles uh 14 14 listen to this this is really powerful and they smote all the cities around gear for the fear of the lord came upon them the fear of the lord comes upon us sometimes the fear of the lord resides in us and they spoiled all the cities for there was an exceeding much spoil in that. One of the things of it is, is that when we walk, when we live, when we abide in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the adversary is afraid of us rather than us going and doing all this fighting that we have to do. The spirit of the fear of the Lord, he fights for us. Second Chronicles seventeen ten says, "And the fear of the Lord fell upon all the kingdoms of the land that were round about Judah. What and what happened? So that they made no more war against them. Do you realize when we stop acting as if God is only our buddy, as if God is just there to do everything that we want want Him to do?" that we try to command him, that he makes his power known, that he makes it known, and he makes it known that this is one that fears me. You know, in the word of God, it also talks about the fact that those that feared the Lord, they talked, but the angels, they, they, the, the messengers of God, they listened. They listened to those. They listened to hear what it was that they were saying. Chronicles 17.10 uh, says, and the fear uh um, and uh, oh, I, I read that one. But let me go, let, let me go to 197. He says, "Whereas now, let the fear of the Lord be upon you. Take heed and do it, for there is no iniquity with the Lord, nor respecter of persons, nor of his gifts. God wants to pour the things into us, out for us. But if we walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord." Then what happens is this. There is wisdom. There's knowledge. There's understanding. You will not get the wisdom. You will not get the understanding. You will not get the reason, the reason why it's important to allow the spirit of the fear of the Lord to live in you and to operate through you. All you do, all we can do when we walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, obedience is a pleasure. It is an honor. It is a privilege to be able to to know that I'm walking the way God wants me to walk. I'm walking with the power of the spirit of God. I'm walking in the awe of God. The blood of Jesus is working for me. The angels are working for me. Everything is working for me. Why? Because I reverence who it is that he is. Is there reverence of the Lord still in the house? Do we go around saying God said this, God said this, God said this, and God didn't say any of those things. When we walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, it it, it one of the things that happens we are so careful about the things that we say that uh, god has said we are aware of the love of god it's because it's because we have received the love of god and realize that it is spread abroad in our hearts by the spirit of god that he is saying that you have made room for me you have made your temple available for me you have made your temple Uh, be in a place where I can dwell in it, where I can do what I want to do in you. And uh, uh, here it was in Acts 5, 1 through 11, it talks about Ananias and Sapphira. Ananias and Sapphira tried to fake it. They tried to fake the spirit of the Lord. Uh, uh, Here it was that they tried to fake what it was that Barnabas had done. He had sold his possessions and he had brought it to the apostles' feet. And And there's a whole story behind that, but we're not going to get into that. But what they did is they've tried to fake it. They lied to the spirit of God. How many of us, how many in the body, how many in the uh, so-called kingdom that so-called lives in the kingdom are really lying about what it is that is happening, what it is that God's doing, what it is and how it is that God is working in our lives. We have to walk. We fear God because he alone holds the power over our destiny and over our souls. Matthew 10, 28. Fear in the Lord doesn't mean that we're living in a, in a, in a state of anxiety or, or fear or dread of him. It means that uh, he has already paid the price. We recognize, We recognize how great he is. We recognize how valuable he is. We recognize that he did all of this for us. Just think about it. Just think about that. The creator of everything. He did all of this for us. He did, he did, he did what was necessary for us so that we could live, so that we could not just exist in a world, but that we could live and we could. Uh, matriculate through different areas without having fear of the adversary. There is so much fear that's in the earth right now. There's fear of of, of, of COVID. There's fear of people uh, uh, dying. There's fear of, of the economy. There's fear of all kinds of things. I talked to someone last night and I prayed for them uh, after I found out what it was that God wanted to do. Here it is that, 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 uh, many different symptoms that people are having. They're going to the hospital. They're having a symptom of this, a symptom of that, a symptom of the other. All of these symptoms are having. And all it is, is anxiety. Why does anxiety come? Because we have not clothed ourselves in and filled ourselves with the fear of the Lord, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Can you recognize something? When you recognize the fact that God is, he, the enemy is scared of him. That's who is supposed to walk in the scared part of the fear of the Lord. We walk in the power part of the fear of the Lord. We walk in the power of knowing that he has created us he has given us all of these things and that his blood covers us his word is in us and as we walk in that realm of obedience in the wisdom of God he will show us the things that we need to know to get in and out of situations having a structure having a secure fortress and a refuge for our children Uh, Proverbs 14, 26. Another thing that the fear of the Lord, we're blessed. Proverbs 28, 14 and Psalms 112, uh, verse one. Here it is all through the word of God. It's talking about that. And he is to be praised. But he is going to show us how to praise. He is going to show us what it is that we need to do, how it is that we need to be, how it is and what it is and what time that we need to do this and that and the other. He wants to bring us together. There is so much deception in the earth. It's because people do not walk in the spirit In the spirit, they do not live by the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the awe of God, the reverence of God. They have a form of religion, a form of godliness, but denying the power. And what happens is they separate themselves from other believers. And they believe that this is true. This is happening over and over and over and over and over. And what do we do? You go to God and you say, what do I say to them? What do I do? He says, you leave it a be because you pray deception is deception without the spirit of the fear of the lord we will be deceived and he says be not be deceived be not be deceived uh uh uh, uh don't walk in that realm we don't have to walk in that realm if he tells us not to do something evidently it's something that we don't have to do We will lack nothing. Psalms 34, 9 says those that live in the spirit of the fear of the Lord will lack nothing. Why is that? Because you're not afraid of the times around you. You are not afraid of what the adversary says. You are not afraid of those things. Why is that? Because you know that the spirit of the fear of the Lord who is Holy Spirit himself dwells in you and he is the one that will lead and guide you into every truth that you need. Think about that. Just think about that for a moment. Here you have the one and only Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. And God is the one that says that we are not to offend him. We are not to, to, uh, uh, blaspheme him. We are not to do that. That is a dangerous place to be. It's denying his power. When we call his power, the devil's power, where are, what are we doing? We have to be so aware of of how it is that we walk, what it is that we do, how it is that we achieve the things that we achieve. We look at things and we achieve all of these things so-called on our own because we're self-made people. You didn't make a thing. You did not make yourself. You did not uh, uh, design yourself. You did not create yourself God and God only. There are so many blessings to those who fear God, who fear the Lord God, that uh, confides in him. Psalms 25, 14 uh uh is talking of is is talking about that he makes his covenant known to us in making his covenant known to us he lets you know these are the promises that i have for you these are the things that i want to do in your life these are the things that i want to uh, uh express in and through you these are the things that are important here's the part of me that i want you to complete in the earth here is my fingerprint the, the, you know we talk about the fingerprints and nobody's prints were made. Nobody else has ever had your fingerprints, your nose prints, your eyes prints, your ear prints. Oh, none of those prints are duplicated. The only one that carries them is him. And he says, I have designed in you, in your hands, in your feet, in the parts of you, in the inner parts of you. I have designed a place for me that I want you to manifest in the earth, but without the spirit of the fear of the Lord, it will never, ever happen. Why is that? Because you will not, you and I will not have the awe. We will not have the, the confidence. We will not have the ability to believe and rely on him to that degree that we say, God, God, manifest yourself, manifest your goodness, mesh me together with you so that there is no separation, that there is no more me. It's me and you. We're in this thing together. We are co-laborers together. We are co-laborers together. We are, we have one mind because I have your mind. I'm not double-minded anymore. I don't have the mind of the world and the mind of God at the same time. And then, so therefore, if I, if he abides in my mind, if I have the mind of Christ, then as I think on the things that he wants to think of, I become a manifestation of who he is in the earth. I become seen as him in the earth I operate in that manner then I'm able to do the things I'm able to perform the task I'm able to do the supernatural things that he did and greater things because this is what it is that he says he says this is the way that he wants us to be this is what he wants he wants it more than you and I do we could he confides in us he tells us Okay, I want you to be able, I want to, I want to exceed abundantly far above anything that you can ask or think because what I have planned for you is to impact, to affect the whole world. It is not just about my little bitty surroundings. It is not just about my children. It is not just about my husband or my wife or whatever it is. It's about making the impact and the impact is making it so that people see his goodness, see who he is, sees his power. This morning in prayer, here it is. I'm crying out to him. Why is this? Because I I want to see. I want to see more than I have ever seen before. I want to not just look at it from afar, but I want to be in it. I want him to open these things up to me. The more I study on this subject, the more I rewrite this book, the more I'm I'm getting into the things that he wants to express. I'm realizing how far I have been from it. How him, God is love. And when he operates in me, when it's just him, when it's him, more of him than it is of me, it's love that I walk in. But the thing of it is, is this, I'm saying, God, show me what your love is. Express your love through me express your love in me. I know that you love me. I know that I speak it, but I only see it darkly. I don't want to see it darkly anymore. I want to see it clearly. I want to see what you're talking about. Only in the spirit of the fear of the Lord is this possible. I want to see what you mean when you say, uh in the book of in the book of matthew thy kingdom let my kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven yes i think i mentioned this one of the other weeks we pray this prayer but how will we know if his kingdom has come on earth as it is in heaven if we never see heaven if we never experience what it is that he's talking about I want to experience him in ways that I have never experienced him before. And he let it be known that the only way that this is going to happen if and when you choose to fully walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the awe of the Lord, which means I must have his mind. I must think the way that he thinks. I must think that it's not too much for him to do the things in and through me that he wants to do. I must not. I must not shrink back. I must not shrink back. I must not back up when it starts to feel, when I start to feel what he feels, when I start to see what he sees, when I start to manifest the things that he wants manifested in the earth, when I start to... To, when, when the miracles, when supernatural health, supernatural wholeness, supernatural things, when my youth starts to renew as the eagle, when all of these things that he has said, when wrinkles go off, when the, when the skin, when the skin thickens, when, 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 when all of these things start to happen, I look at what it is. He says this is not an impossibility. Here it was. Sarah was ninety years old and she was hot. I mean, here it is, she's 90 years old and she's hot and and, 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 and the young kings and things are, are looking at her, talking about how fine she is and how good she looks and all of that. You know she didn't have wrinkles, you know she didn't have sagging breasts, you know that she didn't have none of that stuff where her behind was sagging and all that stuff and where it was flip-flopping everywhere. No, she was tight. She was tight and she looked good. And she walked with a sp- uh, 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 she walked young. She acted that way. This is not an impossibility. This is what he has said. Otherwise, we need to take that page in the Bible and tear it out. I will renew your youth as the eagle. I will. I will. I will. Those are his promises. He's saying this is my will. I want. It. His will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so I have confidence that as I walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, that he will operate those things through me. Do you understand that as I walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, I don't have to be afraid of any court. I don't have to be afraid of any uh, sickness. I don't have to be afraid of any disease. I don't have to be afraid of any of those things. Why is it? He says, if any of these things come upon me, that he has already taken care of it. We have to learn to trust them. I got to trust God with my children. I got to trust God with the accusations and things that people have thrown against me. I gotta trust God that he knows who I am, he knows where I am, he knows what I've done, but he is my protector, even in my wrongness. Even in my wrongness, he will still protect me even in my wrongness. Why is that? Because I fall on my face before him and I repent. God, I missed the mark. I didn't think like you think in this situation. I want to think like you in every situation. His eyes are up on me. Here it is. Sometimes you feel like God is not there. God is nowhere to be seen. God is nowhere to be found. But he says, my eyes are on you. Psalms 33, 18. It says, my eyes are upon you. My eyes never let you out of my sight. I know everything you're in. I know everything you're going through. I know everything that I want to bring you out of. I want you to see me. I want you to fear me. I want you to to awe me. I want you to see how big I am, how great I am, how mighty I am, how generous I am, how graceful I am, how merciful I am, how faithful I am. We can only see those things when we walk in the, fear of God, because why is that? Because we don't have time to look at nobody else. We don't have to have time to look at our circumstances and our situations. We choose not to look at those things. We choose to be absent from everything that's going on in the body, everything that's going on in the world, and to be present with him, to say, God, open this thing up to me. Open your visions up to me. Open yourself up to me so that I can see the inside of you, so I can see love in action, so I can see love, so I can know uh, the true love. You said that that perfect love, that perfect love, that perfected love, that love that you have, it cast out fear because fear has torment. But if I don't walk in the spirit of the fear of you, I will never receive it. I'll never believe that it's for me i'll look at it and i'll fear but i won't be walking in that fear that all fear that fear that knows that that thing that that has it so that anything that is against the love that you have in me and for me to know that it must run it must run it must get out of the way because it has no place no place you see the fear of the lord it brings his compassion out. Jesus saw the people, he saw the people lacking, he saw the people needing, he saw the people hungry, and he had compassion on them. Psalms 103.13 talks about the compassion of God, but also Jesus walked in the compassion, He saw them and he had compassion. He saw them and he healed. He saw them and he did different things. This is the God that wants to live inside of you in ways that we have not allowed him to live. It's like get rid of all of these fears of man. He said to us, he says, don't fear, man. All they can do is hurt your body for a a little while. He says, but you got to walk in the fear of me, in the awe of me, and understand the difference in that fear. When I walk in that fear of God, as I said earlier, the adversary is afraid of me. The fear in Job 28, 28, it says that the fear of the Lord is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. The only way I can truly depart from evil is to have the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the love of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the works of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the spirit of the Lord. It would be it, it, it would just be totally crazy if here it is, God is love, and then he sent a spirit to live on the inside of us that was not love. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Do you know that the adversary, do you know that the world system Do you know that the world religious system is more afraid of the love of God, is more afraid of that than anything else? Because love has its severities. The fear of the Lord does also. It will bring alive and it will kill those things that are against it it will destroy the works of the adversary it will do what is necessary to be done Uh we start looking at love and we look at this i don't know this pansy crap we look at this kind of thing that is just so ah i mean almost like the flower children were when we were in the 60s you know ah you know love oh everything is love it was everything was sex it wasn't about no love it was about who you can at any rate we won't go there but at any rate um it was not about love. We talked about that was the love generation. That was not the love generation. That was the lust generation. That was the the things that we lust for, but this love of God, this love of God, which has the severity. And what it is, is a non-compromising, compassionate, uh full of, of of goodness and full of greatness. Psalms, uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 13 tells a little bit about love. It tells a little bit about the fear of the Lord, but he says, you gotta dig into this to really understand. The love of God is what created the earth. The love of God is what created you. The love of God is what keeps you. The love of God, the fear of the Lord. The earth, here it was in the very, very beginning. It was the spirit of the fear of the Lord. The, uh, the spirit of God, Hubbard, hovered, hovered. Over the, over the deep, over the deep. And what happened is this, then the words came forth and these words says they will change. Everything will change. And what it was when the word spoke, the Fear of the Lord changed everything, all of the darkness, because light came forth, the word from the light one, from the one that has all energy, all power, all, all, he is omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, the one that knows everything, the one that has the picture in his mind. I want to see the only way you're going to see the picture that God has for you is to walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And in the spirit of the Lord, there is security, there is wisdom. There is life, uh, uh, life and all its appeal. There is his righteousness. There is his peace. There is his joy. There is everything that he is in that spirit, in that way, in that life. And no, I don't know it all, but I do, I know that I'm coming into it. And the more I do, the more tenderized my heart gets, the more tenderized that the heart of my eyes, the heart of my mind, the heart of my ears, the heart of every part of me. You see, uh, you said, well, all of that doesn't have any heart. He said, that the earth has a heart, he says. Out of the heart of, uh, out of the heart of the earth, out of the heart, if all of these sand, grains of sand, if all of this dirt, and you and I are only dust bunnies on the outside. If we, if we don't realize that there's a heart in everything, that the heart of God is in everything, that's what makes the skin pop up. That's what makes these other things happen. It's the delight. He delights. God don't want to look at nothing ugly. Uh, I'm almost out of time and I'm going to be finishing this up next week. I mean, continuing on with the spirit of the fear of the Lord next week, but I want to make sure that you have our email address. I mean, our, our, our website address is www.mteminc.org. And if you want to give into this so that we can reach more people and do the out, uh, uh, the, the things that we're going to be doing with the food bank and different things in our community and all over, then, uh, I, I'd ask you to do so. Remember to check out all the love and unity, uh, um, uh, zooms and things. And uh, we love you. And I'll be back next week when I'm here to tell it like it is the kingdom way. Bye bye.